0: it was loony solar calendar and they live from from the new moon to the full moon was really busy time and then from the full moon to the new moon they didn't really do that much it was sort of relatively quiet their calendar and I thought wow that's amazing imagine living like that (laughs) where you actually have periods of busyness and productivity and then periods of rest and slow and and I just, it just made so much sense. Why don't we live like this? Why, who, who was it who took the lunar out of our calendar? It's, it's very much embracing the feminine. We live in this, this sort of world where we're expected to you know, be productive all the time. Um, so it's that thing of welcoming, welcoming the feminine. The planner is circular, which is quite unique. It's actually really beautiful doing your planner in a, in a circle.
1: Welcome to Wildflow Podcast with me, Charlotte Ponto I'm an internationally award-winning menstrual cycle and embodiment coach, cycle mysteries guide and founder of the First Moon Circle School of Menstrual Education for Children. Tune in for deep, heartfelt conversations with wisdom keepers, embodied leaders and change makers on themes from cyclical living in flow with your menstrual cycle and body's wisdom reclaiming rites of passages to normalize period positivity for you and the next generation, and exploring our embodied experiences, soulful transformations, and intuitive wisdom guiding you to express and embody your full power in the change you want to see in the world. Are you ready? Let's fly. The moon cycle is universal, whether you have a menstrual cycle or not, whatever your gender or identity, and wherever you are in the world, we are all under the influence of the same moon in the same phase at any time. Today's guest, Nadia, founder of Tune to the Moon, a loony solar menstrual diary, is here to guide us to firstly build awareness of the moon's placement, phase, and energy on us as it cycles around us. To embody lunar living practices for ourselves, and then to be able to share that with our loved ones and communities through lunar practices, cyclical living, and her beautiful diary, Tune to the Moon. It is a beautiful menstrual diary that allows you to tap into the cycles by connecting predominantly with the moon, the menstrual cycle, the seasons, the sabbats, um, the wisdom of the archetypes across the year. And in a way that allows you to honor your body, energy, mind, and spirit. And I'm really excited to share this because in 2023, I used Nadia's first ever diary. um, And it was a really glorious way of living in the regular Gregorian calendar, but having prompts there on the pages to tap into the moons, um, as well as to map my menstrual cycles. And to use the circular cycle charts at the start of the diary as well. So it's this beautiful way to really use, uh, in, in quite a simple but really powerfully effective way, this place to tap into both my menstrual cycle and the moon cycles and do that in a really harmonious, easeful way. And so Nadia has just launched her 2024 diary, which is even more jam packed whilst being really accessible. Um, clear and super easy to use as like a one-stop shop without being too in-depth as well. And I'm really excited to share Nadia and her diary and her story with you. So Nadia Christensen, she lives near me in the Southern Highlands and our children both go to the same local Steiner School. Nadia comes to my women's circles, uh, which I hold on the, uh, the Sabbaths, the eight Sabbaths of the year. And it's been beautiful to get to know her and to see her um, birthing this journey, uh, this diary over the last um, last couple of years or so. So Nadia worked as a creative director in the apparel industry for almost two decades, having founded a men's underwear brand in 2006. Prior to that, she worked as a graphic designer in both Sydney and London. After decades of combining being a mum, running this business, and running a home. Nadia became sick and burnt out. This led her to begin questioning the modern concept of time and a culture that promotes continuous productivity and growth. And in this journey of hers, this is what led her to discover the lunisolar calendar and to discover the moon and ancient ways of connecting with the moon and simple embodied practices that we can easily incorporate into our individual practices into our families, into our friendships, our communities, and into the wider culture to help us to all reclaim time for space, for inner connection, for community, for productivity as well, but in a way that stops us becoming burnt out and instead returns us back to our cyclical nature. Loved this conversation and I'm so excited to share we chatted about what cycle wisdom means to Nadia, why she's particularly passionate about the lunar cycle, even though she has a menstrual cycle. What is it about the lunar cycle especially that really calls to her and why that's the predominant cycle she really works with? Um, We're talking about how we can live by and honour the moon cycle as a way to deeply connect to ourselves and our bodies and the benefits that has brought us. Uh, Her story, why she... um, left her her business in the apparel industry to create this beautiful tune to the moon diary, discovering cycle wisdom within herself, connecting to her body, what it was that encouraged her to take this leap and say no to the way that she was living and working before. She's sharing with us the features of the diary, what's included in it, why it's really quite different to any of the diaries out there and what's included for the new year as well and um, she's sharing with us wisdom from her own personal journey and an invitation to discover how you can also tune to the moon. So settle in. This is a beautiful conversation and I'm really excited to share it with you. So let's begin. Welcome to Wildflower, Nadia. How are you today? Hello, Charlotte. I'm very excited to have
0: this time with you. Mm, I'm pretty me good. Too.
1: <laughs> I'm so looking forward to chatting with you today. Um, let's start off, as always, before we dive in, to begin with a cycle check-in. So I'll ask you in a moment, I'll go first, but then I'll ask you to share a cycle check-in. So that could be just where you're at in yourself today in relation to any of the cycles that you follow, um, and just how you're feeling. So your own cycle check in your own way, whatever that is to you. Um, and I'll just go first. So for me, I'm late in my luteal phase. Um, and I think I'll be bleeding, um, around the weekend. Um, so it's currently a Tuesday. So probably about four or five days away, I think. And I felt today, um a real shift as I woke up I felt like I dropped into that deeper gear like that it's like if you're driving a manual car I sort of think of it as like first or second gear like there's some real grunt there and it's like (laughs) it's not flowing effortlessly but it's like kind of grunt is just what comes to mind um and I can feel like the balloon has been popped and I'm on my way down um, and yeah, I was a bit moody this morning, just irritable. um, it's the end of term for our children, both of us, our children go to school together, um, so we're finishing school tomorrow, and all of our children are are exhausted um and I feel like i I am too. I'm just really ready for the end, so, yeah, I feel like um interesting when I think about it, we're under the third quarter moon as well, so the waning moon. We're about a week away from the new moon. And so although it is like, you know, the we're in summer now, It's we've just transitioned to summer. It's that real like, you know, it's getting hot. This is going to be a hot week and it's like summertime is coming and holiday time is coming. So the year I feel like is really like approaching the peak. We're about, I think, three weeks-ish from summer solstice. Um, but everything else for me feels like a huge descent. And because I have a menstrual cycle, that is like my dominant experience. So yeah, it's interesting. I'm like getting ready to completely wrap up for the year and just collapse in a heap. And with my bleed, I'll I'll be very much doing that. So yeah, it's quite, it's quite interesting just to notice how I feel in that real, like, oh, it's the finish line here yet. But yet it's this like bright, beautiful, Buoyant time of of the year as well so oh, yeah that I, for me yeah that's that's uh that's my check-in and I just love to open that to you Nadia just to oh, what what's up what's there for you today oh
0: I I so relate to what you're saying so and uh, yesterday I actually thought it was Monday I thought it was Friday because school finishes tomorrow today's sort of the official last day and I just, yeah, just, I'm so thrown. And in, I'm day 27 in my cycle. And usually that means I'm very withdrawn and very, my energy is very contracting, but I'm feeling, I've got all this sort of, yeah, I'm really outward. <laughs> so I've been, I feel really out of whack with how I'm usually feeling, uh, which is interesting to observe. And it's been an unusual month for me. So I, I wonder if things that how ha- so, so when we had that that last full moon, I couldn't sleep. Like so many, so many people I spoke to said they couldn't sleep. And I felt very agitated. And usually during the full moon, I feel I'm pretty excited. I'm enjoying that really, you know, the big energy. But this time it was very intense. And and after so I think I, I actually think I'm a little bit more in sync with where the moon is. So, so we're in that we're in a a waning gibbous. So we're about, I think we're about to hit the last quarter. And so, I usually that time that energy you're still you're still outward, but you're starting to contract. So I'm feeling that. So I I think I'm I'm definitely more in sync with the moon. (laughs) But I'm enjoying the summer energy. Um, Yeah, and it's very hot here today, and it's not usually very hot, (laughs) is it, (laughs) in the highlands?
1: (laughs) <laughs> no, it's not. This is like quite unusual, and it's been really humid as well, which I think has really affected me because I just don't do so well with the humidity. But oh, just hearing you share that, thank you for sharing what you're, you've noticed with the moon because I had the exact same thing. I normally feel the same way you do about the full moon, but this time I felt the way you described. I couldn't mm. sleep, was quite agitated, um, I felt restless, I didn't feel at peace. Um, whereas normally the full moon really allows me that chance to, um, express maybe or have like a fun kind of energy, like a, um, yeah, like a, a, a time of that I enjoy. And it's like that, you know, I I'm normally around ovulation time as well. So yeah, like a real inner summer kind of energy with the moon, um, but I've had a lot going on personally as well. Um, just with my f- wider family and some, you know, real health scares. And, um, so it's been quite an emotional time actually. And I think that when the full moon happened, I, um, was holding on to so much energy and emotion, um, mm-hmm. that I, it was sort of like a bit of inner turmoil and I needed like an outlet. So I, I went to, the local conscious dance event that I know that you've been to as well. And I really let it out and on the land and, um, and the elements. And, oh I think that was just what I really needed at that time. So yeah, I remember feeling a bit out of sorts too. Um, and I'm not an expert in astrology. Um, but I'm curious if you know about what the moon represented this time, um, because I, I don't have that knowledge innate, and I sometimes just, you know, I will look it up from various sources to to get some guidance. But I um, I know it was um, a Gemini full moon. Um, I think that's right from memory now, but I'm not. I don't. I don't know too much. Mm. I just wonder: is is that something you know a little bit about, or not so much?
0: Look, I'm quite new to astrology. I'm mm. I'm just starting to dip my feet into it, and I have. Um, have been exploring it for next year, but yeah, I, I'm actually yeah, it, it's it's a new thing for me, and I feel like to be able to speak, I probably need to embody it more mm. and to actually experience it and feel what how that um how they work together, the mm. the, the stars and the moon. So I I'm sorry I can't really say no much no about, no not at all. Um, but it, yes, it mm. yes, it was an intense. Yes, it definitely was an intense moon. Well, yeah. Um, so I yeah, I can relate to that mm. intensity.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's something that I'd like to learn more about because it it seems to just um hold a lot of power when I read up on what other people are sharing about the different um placements of the moon, um, ast- astrology wise. And I just yeah. think, oh, it's so interesting. But even without that, I think that mm. form like the moons and the moon cycles are just so um influential over us aren't they it's so powerful that bright energy in the sky you know sometimes and then other times that complete darkness and really does have a really interesting correlation with how we feel in ourselves and um yeah that's something that I really want to dive in with you so um yeah Yeah. I'd, I'd love to ask you first of all and just a question that occurred to me is just what is cycle wisdom to you? Well,
0: cycle wisdom, I guess it's a journey. Really, it's a journey from awareness, building awareness, um, to feeling into it, and then to, I think it's just yeah, using that awareness to live by, uh, and, and 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 using your you know you're really being embodied into it. I
1: think that's that's probably
0: how I would describe cycle
1: um, wisdom. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, I love that. It's um, that's that's a beautiful answer, and it feels quite succinct and uh, simple in some ways, but really profound in other ways. And you know, the embodiment of that is you know, it's one thing to know things, but it's another to to embody that and really honor that and follow that. So. Yeah. I love that answer. Um, and with cycles and with your beautiful tune to the moon diary that you have been creating, and I'm so excited to to talk about this, um, but you're really passionate about the lunar cycle, particularly it's called tune to the moon. Um, you know, we've been talking about the moon. I'm really interested. What is it about the the lunar cycle that captured your interest? you know, most of all, like, is that is that a cycle that you sort of prefer to work with or that speaks to you more? Or is it the first one that got your attention? Or like, what is it about the lunar cycle that really speaks to you? I think what I love
0: about the lunar cycle is it's so universal. So both men and women can use it. Um, it's, yeah, I think the thing about the menstrual cycle is it's, it's very much about, your own experience as a woman, um, and we can use them together because they are so connected. Um, but I, what I, yeah, what I love about the lunar cycle is it does. Whenever I talk, to, I can talk to anyone about it, and they kind of get it. Mm. <laughs> they said, "Like, yeah, that that makes sense to me." Um, and it is, it is a. A cycle that has been followed by humans from the beginning of time so I love that that it's so much part of our story as humans
1: Mm. yeah that's so true I love that because I'm from the UK and now live in Australia that you know it's the same moon phase wherever we are um and I just think that that's really beautiful to connect us. It's like the same wherever, and you know everyone knows what a full moon is and a new moon is, and like you say it's a it's like a common thread um yep. yeah I really feel that too that sense of connection to like ancestors and like you know really, really going back to like first humans, I think that's incredible that you know they would have watched this moon change in the sky and learned to to tell time, I guess with it and um. Yeah you know, track their their life through it. So, you know, yeah, and we can still do that now. The very first calendar was actually a, a piece of
0: bone that had 28 or 29 incisions.
1: It's so simple. <laughs> That's amazing. So would they have used that to count every month once they've mapped that out, do you think? I wonder
0: if it was, uh, look, it may have been, a menstrual calendar. It's mm-hmm. it's really hard to know. I mean, it, we're talking ten thousand years or twenty thousand. It's it's very ancient. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact is that it that it's reflective, you know. In some, um, so, yeah. I think it was probably used. Um, I would I imagine that the moon would have been would have helped them in their and how they live. In mm. terms of how they planned their life. Mm. Um, but it's, it's hard to know. I mean, it's, <laughs> well, yeah, ancient yeah. time. Yeah. It's
1: really but intuitively,
0: hard to... intuitively, it feels like it was possibly menstrual. Um, and then there was that reflection.
1: With the moon. Yeah, yeah beautiful. Moon. Yeah, so powerful. Yeah. Um, and, you know you're just talking about their like living and planning with the moon so how can we do that today do you want to share with us a, some about how you've learned to do that for yourself how does the moon guide you through your life well so i guess um
0: i what i love about the moon is it it's it's not there's no ending there's no beginning it's a cycle and so so rather than this idea of time having have, being finite you know having an end um i just love that concept of that it just keeps going you know it's ever changing um but it's predictable you know that there's going to be a new a, a new moon you know there's going to be a full moon so there's a lot of comfort in that um and i think when i when I started to really connect with the lunar cycle, I, it was a time when I was really noticing how <clears throat> how distressing people were feeling about life, you know, that there was a lot of stuff happening in the world that was, I think it was during COVID. <clears throat> and um, I think just that the concept of, of life coming to an end was very, I just found it very distressing and I think I noticed that in a lot of others. And I looked to nature and I saw that after an end there's always, there's always a rebirth, there's always a new life. And the moon tells, it shows us that. And so it just seemed like a really um, intuitive way to live. And I guess because we all, our calendar is so uh, sun focused, <laughs> you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, I I wanted to bring them together, the feminine and the masculine, and the sun and the moon. And and I guess that that was the that was what got me thinking about the diary.
1: That's fascinating. I love that beautiful idea of bringing the sun and the moon together. And yeah, the fact that it's these endings that can feel really present for us, especially during difficult times but actually like I personally find so much peace in seeing everything as a cycle because it's like well I think we have a terrible relationship with endings as humans we fear it we don't really know how to honor it or celebrate it or see it for what it is um and so when we take a cyclical view I just feel so oh like this so I could trust and that there's a, a piece that comes with that, that we can, you know, break things down into these, these cycles for like, you know, managing a month to month based on a moon cycle or a menstrual cycle, for example. But, you know, we have the, the annual cycle as well and, um, you know, the, these cycles that can be much longer and, and larger than that too. But everything goes on and um, you know, we have this chance to end intentionally and then start again Mm. so yeah it's
0: comforting isn't it it's comforting mm, mm. and you just feel held you know you don't you're not flaying everywhere it's sort of when you when you trust it you can feel held by it and it's Mm. there's something very comforting in that Mm.
1: so Nadia would you like to share your story with us I'd love to hear um, because I don't know this story either. Even though we, um, you know, we we are friends and we know each other locally. Um, I don't know your story. I would love to hear um, how you left your your job in, in the apparel industry for one thing mm-hmm. to create your beautiful diary. But also, like, how did you find cycle wisdom or cyclical living or the, this moon cycle? Um, in your life? How did you come to be where you're at now?
0: Well, I'll take you back
1: to the beginning. So mm-hmm. I grew up in Canberra
0: um, and I came from, so my family's quite big and mostly made up of women, which is really special. And, w- and my grandma was um, very comfortable with her body. So so we, we grew up, you know, she would... Sometimes we'd see her naked and it was no big deal. You know, it was it was just, um, it, it just seemed very, just seemed okay. Everything was fine. It was almost, it wasn't celebrated, but it was, there was no shame, you know, mm. in being a woman and having cycles. And so I grew up with women who talked, talked about all sorts of things. They were very open um, sexually. They were open um, talking about their bodies. But there wasn't celebration about being a woman. It's just that they were, they would talk about it. And there was no definitely no shame, which was really special. When I got my period, I was my mum was the one who noticed it. I didn't really know much about it at the time I was 13. And she just said to me, Oh, you've got your period now. You can start wearing these pads. And that was, I was like, oh, okay. Cool. Now you can have a baby. Oh, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it wasn't a celebration, but there was also no shame. Um, and as time went on, um, I my my periods were quite uh, painful, you know, in a in what felt like not a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Um, and i i I took I took you know medicine to to dampen the feeling, and that was pretty much up until i had a child and my mum said to me oh once you have a baby all that pain will go away and she she was right but it, as in it wasn't so intense it was still discomfort but it that felt good you know there's a mm-hmm. discomfort that's that feels right and healthy and and okay mm-hmm. um, and so i think i i struggled with having a a healthy relationship or a happy relationship with my cycle when i was before I had children, because of this, this of anticipating the pain that was going to come when I mm-hmm. got my period, um, but I I remember always loving ovulation, you know, feeling the you know just so fantastic, so sexual, um, yeah. And so I was I loved ovulation, and I was very connected. I I I didn't um I I was I was never on the pill. So I I always experienced that sort of the full range, I guess you could say, of the cycle. Um, and uh I remember being in in biology class in U9 and learning about uh learning about the menstrual cycle and what ha- what ovulation actually means. It means you know, you could potentially get pregnant. So I'm oh wow, that's amazing. You know, that there's this egg that gets released and it can turn into a baby and um and 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 it got me thinking oh wow so you can get pregnant and it also you cannot get pregnant if you if you're a bit more aware of your cycle so so that was something that I was always aware of too that that um there's the cycle you can use the cycle in in how you uh possibly you know protect yourself from getting pregnant or get pregnant um and not that it's you know necessarily works but it was it was definitely something i was aware of so i did have this this connection with it um and so that was my yeah so that was probably my early years this this sort of awareness um but getting back to my work my work story um i was i used i was always very interested in creating like making things as a child I went to a Steiner school so I I did um there was a lot of storytelling there was a lot of uh, lots of craft and art and you know the arts is such a big part of Steiner and so I really I uh, I loved that and it was it was very much therapy for me too um, uh, and as so after I finished school I went into graphic design, I went and studied graphic design because that, you know, that was sort of, because I was artistic, you know, that was kind of like, oh, you should do graphic design because you'll make money. You know, that, that was kind of like the attitude. Anyway, so I did graphic design, which I, I really loved it. Um, but I, one or two years into working in the industry, I just didn't feel great. You know, I was, I was interested in graphics and textiles, and, but I, I just, I wasn't so interested in the corporate corporate design which is sort of what I was doing um and so I started designing fabrics for swimwear that's sort of how it began and uh and then my mom said to me oh you should start your own brand (laughs) it's like oh yeah sure it's because it's so easy to do Mm. so I started making uh I started designing women's swimwear and I did a range and I, I I sold it into some shops but it was so tough. It was such a without any without enough money, you know, to really do any marketing, getting it out there. It, it just in the end, I ran out of money. In fact, I I didn't run out of money. I was in debt big time, and I thought, oh my goodness, how am I going to get out of this? I've got this ten thousand dollar credit card, and I've got no income. I've got no money. Um, so so my husband and I we uh, had this this sort of crazy idea of doing men's swimwear <laughs> and um, and we made up a prototype and we did a sm- very, very small production. We put it on eBay and it just went off. It was just mm-hmm. like we had all these men writing, oh, can, you know, can I order five of them was the, was the, one of the first messages I got. And I just thought, oh, fantastic, this is great. So so we started this this men's swimwear brand that, that became a men's underwear brand. And um it, you know, in time, it, it 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 was very, it was all consuming. And I think when I first started, I was working 16 hours a day for, you know, until basically until I had Sophie. So once I had my child, then everything changed because suddenly you you don't have the time. You know, you're looking after a child. And and I actually wanted to be there for her I wanted to um I wanted to care for her and, and have that experience of being a mom um so so I but I kept on doing the menswear and, and for many many years but it was always a struggle it was always that that trying to you know, look after a child trying to run a business and run a house do all the cooking it it was just it, it was just so it was like there was never it was never ending this sort of the demands and the energy that was going out and then um in when she was about six I got diagnosed with an autoimmune disease called graves and that was I thought I was going to die you know it was so it was really scary and it actually made me stop and look at my life and and I stopped working for a while so I could Try and and um, recover. And my brother and sister, who also had, they had joined the company uh, over time, and and they just they took the reins. Then while I had this time to rest, um, and I did get better, which was fantastic. It was it Graves is one of those strange diseases that tends to affect younger women, and it's very much stress. So once you actually reduce your stress, and I changed my diet as well, so I i cut out all sorts of inflammatory foods um i it just slowly slowly i got better and my autoimmune markers went down and and then i got pregnant again at age 39 or 40 or something like that um and that was so that was then oh my goodness doing doing that work again having a young mm. child um and a few years into magnus's life i just went Oh I just can't live like this anymore it's too much you know the I wasn't enjoying the work anymore it was just it was yeah it was it was all just too much and uh and I yeah I was just carrying too much and and I actually just went I can't do this anymore I just feel like I'm going to die I actually felt I don't want to live anymore I just want to die how when is this going to end um so that was that was a horrible feeling and and then that's when i decided i was going to get out i was going to get out of the business and then it and it took and while that whole process was happening of leaving which was hard in itself because you you in a way creating a brand is like creating a baby mm. <laughs> in a way um and so so kind of coming to terms with that ending um but also being really there's an excitement about the new life, you know, what comes after that, uh, and that's when I, and that around that time is when I started to think about time differently, because I saw, you know, the, the world, you know, this that the idea of time having an ending, um, and also feeling it in myself that that time that there was going to be an end, so, so the, the how I, how I really. C- um started to think about this diary was that um i was I was in Melbourne, and I picked up this book about Celtic myths because i'm I'm really into you know celtic tel- Celtic stories. And it had this page about um a calendar, a calendar that's an ancient Celtic calendar that was dug up not that long ago where they discovered that it was just dis- it had was partially destroyed. Probably by. they don't know who by, whether it was the Romans or the Celts themselves destroyed it so that the the Romans wouldn't find it. they're not quite sure, but anyway, they they put it back together, and it was a lunar lunar solar calendar. and the, and how and they lived, the interesting thing was that they actually during from from the new moon to the full moon was really busy time. And then from the full moon, to the new moon, they didn't really do that much. It was sort of relatively quiet their calendar, and I thought, "Wow, that's amazing! Imagine living like that, <laughs> where you actually have periods of busyness and product- productivity, and then periods of rest and slow and and I just it just made so much sense. Why don't we live like this? Why? Who who was it who Took the lunar out of our calendar, and that's mm-hmm. that's how um, that's when I thought, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start putting the lunar cycle into my current diary that I had at the time. So I would I I'd, I'd sort of I create a page um, using my my design programs, Illustrator. I went to the printer, printed it out, cut it out, and stuck it in my diary. And I actually um, I started to use it, and I started to. Become aware. I think that was the first thing. It's that awareness. Where's the moon? Go and look at it if if you want. Just that connect with it. And I also and I and because I'm so aware that our our menstrual cycle is reflects the moon cycle, um, I, I put that in as well because I know that has a huge influence on our energy too. So I yeah it was that it was very much about building awareness at that, at that stage um and then after i'd been using it for a while i thought i'm going to make a diary <laughs> i'm actually going to make one and for myself but i'm going to make a few extras print a few extras out and and see if anyone else would like some <laughs> and i wanted it to be really really high quality and 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 very much very sustainable because i'd i was very i was really interested in um not just cyclical living, but also the circular economy. So it it really brings in a lot of my passions for, for yeah, for the cycle, <laughs> I guess.
1: Wow, what a beautiful, rich, moving story! Thank you for sharing that with us. I can You're just welcome. see so many moments in your life's journey that has brought you to here, where you are, and you know, I just love how. As is the case with with all of us when we find something that feels like a real um like a real alignment like a real kind of i don't want to put this onto to you, but I'm sensing like this is really fulfilling for you and it's it's so meaningful and it's like the culmination of your journey, and when we have you know when we look back and we can just see all those all those parts that bought put us on the right path and then we get to bring it all together and weave this. Creation that is just so beautiful, um, and I just really am fascinated hearing about the Lo- loony Solar Calendar and how you started to bring that in. And I think it's so interesting because as I was listening to you, I was thinking about how one of the challenges with living according to our menstrual cycle is that we can be it. You and I could be it. I mean, we sounds like we're in pretty much the same place, same day, even of our cycle. Yeah because we did that check in at the start, but people don't walk around going, where are you in your cycle? What day are you on? What, you know, and comparing before we start scheduling events. But Also (laughs) we can be really, uh, in, you know, opposing energies at the same time, you know, even Mm. within our families, within our friendships, you know, we don't, sometimes people are, you know, we sync up. It it seems like we sync up, but the, and I think that, um, you know, there's the scientific data to kind of verify from that kind of you know very clinical research uh basis hasn't confirmed that there is in fact this sinking mechanism that happens between intimate women who are intimate with each other you know close close with each other but we all know anecdotally that that can absolutely happen and that you know mm-hmm. the research isn't the be all and end all but from i you know i even within like friendships i i have people who are completely different points in their cycle to me and so if you were to try and schedule you know a busy first half of your cycle and then acquired a second half like that's not going to align for everyone whereas no. if you take the moon we're all under the same moon and I just think that that's glorious having you know these um, events occasions meetups meetings social things family things whatever. In that first half of the moon cycle, from the new moon to the full moon, and then everyone getting that permission and that well modeling and that holding by something that's bigger and beyond them, to just take that time after the full moon to ah, come back to ourselves, listen to ourselves, how are we feeling? What do we need? What space can we have? How can we just build in more rest and replenishment and You know, all of that, that most people just absolutely cannot find for themselves. And even when we as individuals are on a path of factoring that into our own lives, that's one thing, but being able to share it with everyone around us is like the next step, isn't it? It's like you said awareness first, and then it's like, how do we embody that for ourselves? And then how do we share that with others and, you know, make some, this like a collective new normal. So I just love that, and I think your diary, because I was I received one last year, so I've been using it this year. is just something I've absolutely cherished, and I sent a bunch out to clients as well. well um, and I one thing that I really love um, is that you've got like the, so I guess what you would call the solar calendar. So like the typical Gregorian calendar, where you've got you know the a week per view. Um, with all the moon phases, um, and you've got like, you know, the energy. So waxing crescent is like an expanding energy, for example. So you've got on there the energies of that. But then the other thing that I I love at the start is that you've got um, a circular calendar. So one month. So for example, I've just opened it up at November, for example, and it's like a cycle chart. Um, like a circular cycle chart, but it's it's a diary form. So you've got on there the days, you've got on there the energies, um, you know, the qualities of each phase of the moon for prompts. You've got a li- the little pictures of the four moons at the different quarters. And then you've got space for um, you know, f- for like little notes and reflections. So obviously we can add in a menstrual cycle uh charting to that. And then, you know, so, if you've got one month per page, you've got these twelve pages where you can have this compared overview of all the menstrual cycle charts. Instead of having it on loose pieces of paper that can get lost, you can look back over the months at your cycle chart, um, and just to have that all in the same place as you know the the way that we can live our lives, you know, fitting into the world we live in. Um, yeah, it's possible, but it also brings in this magic of the cycle. So whichever cycles you're aligned with, whether you don't have a menstrual cycle and you just want to work with the, the lunar cycle, like it's all there, all the wisdom, all the guidance of exactly what the moons mean and what time this, the moon rises, you know, at different phases. Um, and this this really beautiful space for including cycle menstrual cycle wisdom as well um if you want to and I'm excited because this year for neckball for 2024 you've made some additional changes too so do you want to tell us about the diary what you've put in there how you expect people or you know invite people to use it um yeah just give us a bit of a overview yeah what's in there and
0: that was a beautiful introduction to the diary and hmm. um, wonderful reflection of, of how you find it. It's wonderful. Um, so I guess the first thing I wanted to say is it is I wanted it to be simple enough for women who are just starting to, to connect or starting to take an interest. I didn't want it to um, scare anyone off, you know, because I guess there are a lot of a lot of um people out there who this is very new you know mm. and 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 it is it's it's very much embracing the feminine in a way you know because it's sort of like well we live in this this sort of world where where we're expected to you know be productive all the time and um so it's that thing of welcoming welcoming the feminine um and so yes yeah, so i really need i wanted it to be simple in the way it was designed graphically And also content-wise, so so it starts um. It starts with a where do you start, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. How do you begin? Um, And really, it's and it can be as simple as going out in going out at night and looking for the moon. Uh, And then um, there's there's pages on uh, cycles of nature. So 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 actually awareness of. Of the energy of of all the cycles, really, that we that there are in our life, like the seasons and life cycles, um, and uh, and then I go into more depth on the lunar cycle and, uh, and and the energy of and and also just just ideas of of how you might feel at that time, what you might what you want, might want to include. At that time, so there's there's a bit more depth there if, if you wish to f- explore that, and then observing the moon, which is quite, um, it's almost in a way scientific, as in it just it's it's guidance for, yeah, just go, going out there and and I want to see the moon. Where is it? <laughs> What's mm. the best time to see it? So so those sorts of things um are quite I think they're quite unique in in a lunar diary this year i've added a page on lunar astrology and dates for um you know where the stars are um, at the new moon or which stars at the that you'll see at um during the new moons and the, and a little bit of the energy of that of that um sign which is quite fun i think they're quite fun and, and they are um yeah they they're based on astrology that I guess it's very simple. So that's Mm. where I'm, I guess it's a reflection of where I'm at with astrology. I'm just learning. Um, So it's a a lovely sort of gentle stepping stone.
1: And I think that's perfect as well, because it's not overwhelming where I've had other diaries that are so heavily astrology focused. And I'm like, I just don't have that level of knowledge. Whereas this is like accessible, easy. It's like, it's a part of it. It's, it's adding another layer of richness, but it's not astrology like centric. So I feel like it's beautiful, a beautiful addition whilst keeping it at the level that it needs to be without going too deep as well. Yeah. I love that.
0: Exactly. I think if you, if, if you want a heavily as astrological diary. You would get an a, a astrology diary. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's, and it, and there are so many out there, and they and they're fantastic. But that's that's not really what I needed, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of women, that's not we don't ha, we don't necessarily have time either. You know, we we just need we know you know we're. Very busy. <laughs> I just mm-hmm. want something simple, really. So that's that's why it's everything's quite simple. And then the one of the additions to this year is a page on tuning into your cycle. So whether you menstruate or not, there's there's some guidance on how you might feel, um, and that's quite beautiful because you do get that sense of well, you might you it doesn't you don't need to be syncing with the moon either. You don't need to ovulate during the full moon. You will just feel different. You'll feel mm. different, and it you, it might be more a more gentle experience. So when I bleed during a full moon, I just don't feel quite so intense or outward. You know, it's really they're very subtle, but it's just having that awareness and mm. um, feeling in, into your own experience. But they're just it's just guidance, really, that helps you gets you thinking. Um, and then another exciting thing is the wheel of the year. So so one of the things I that I love so much is going to Charlotte's um circles. Mm. So we've got summer solstice coming up which is very yeah, exciting yeah. and we had Beltane that was very exciting. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was, it was not awesome. so fun. Yeah. So so the wheel of the year is the celebration of the the seasons um, and I've got some journal pages in there so that's really nice, just at those times of the year to reflect on on how, you know, just just have thoughts and reflections that you might want to note down. Um, and there are certain certain festivals that are great for setting new intentions, thinking about the year ahead. Um, and that I think it might be um, in bulk, I think is is like mm-hmm. a good time to think about your intentions for the year. Uh, and so, so the planner is 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 this is very similar. It's circular, which is really quite unique. And and that can take that that can take a bit of getting used to, but it's actually really beautiful working doing your planner in a in a circle. Mm. Um, and and you can note I I color in my cycle my my menstrual cycle with pencils, and that's quite a nice thing to do. Um, and there's room for that and uh, and then, um, the other thing that's new this year is journaling pages for every new moon. So throughout the diary, for every new moon, there's a page for reflections and a page for intentions. And what I've also done is I've darkened the waning crescent pe- moon pages just as a little reminder. That it's a good time to just slow down, rest, maybe book in a massage, or just have a think about a little bit of self-love and and some self-care. So that's that's um, yeah, that's they're the main um, additions. And also, I've got a little scored um, the flaps that that um, are on either side of of the diary have a little score line, and you can use that as a as a bookmark if you wish or the diaries do come with a a bookmark that have the the moon phases on it so yeah
1: I like just love this because I feel like with the additions that you've put in for next year it's like everything I could possibly want in a diary and I just want to highlight a couple of things that I'm really excited that you've put in the sabbats like you say like you know um the eight sort of festivals of the year and I do my women's circles at the time of those. So I do eight a year on the Sabbats. And so for me, like, you know, th- that means that that's the theme of the circle. It's the theme of like what's coming up in our lives. And it's, doesn't matter how old you are, or if you have a menstrual cycle, it's the season of the year, uh, the time like the energy of that point of the year. And it helps us to be really mindful. It's like more than four seasons. It's, eight points which actually come every six or seven weeks which is quite regular but like long enough to have that kind of like bigger picture view and so I love that you've put in like information on what these solar festivals are the earth seasons like how you can work with each one like you talked about um you know in bulk which is actually the 2nd of August in the southern highlands southern highlands uh, southern hemisphere oh yes um, <laughs> So, you know, if you think about the solar year, um, like in the Northern Hemisphere, the new year is like the beginning of the solar cycle. So it's like, you know, New New Year's resolutions, everyone always talks about that. Whereas for us in the Southern Hemisphere, actually, we're halfway through the solar year. It's like still peak summer. Um, yeah. We're halfway through. So as you said, like wintertime, just past midwinter is actually the time to be thinking about intentions for the year, the solar year should work differently. Um, And so including these sabbats gives us a way to really tune into the energies of the sun and the seasons. Um, And then you've got the journaling page for each sabbat as well. Um, So with prompts, which I just think, you know, I can take that to the circles and like, think about it for myself personally, even though I'm facilitating, it gives me that chance to just drop in and really think about it and i just think that that's just so rich because that's my practice and my my heritage but um it's the way that you know i think that we can just really drop into something beyond like oh it's new year so we set intentions or you know even just thinking about four seasons it becomes much more meaningful and connected and like it's just a beautiful spiritual practice and then i yeah i I sort of didn't really notice that you'd shaded out the second half of each lunar cycle um, from the full moon to the new moon as being just lightly shaded so that that's a beautiful it's, invitation. Like you said, I'm going to really take note of that. That's glorious.
0: Oh, so, wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, I'm excited about that. really pleased. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and think for myself, I think, I mean, graphically, I guess because I'm such a visual person, the graphics they they speak. <laughs> they speak my language. So yeah, having some darkened pages, sort of like, remember, it's rest time yeah. or slow down. Yeah. Book in that massage. So that's another mm. that I try and book in a massage once a month as a as my self-love. And I've been doing mm. that for a while now. And it actually when I first started, it was I felt a bit guilty. And that's the other thing. Like awareness is one thing. Once you start putting things into practice, you might notice your you respond as in oh I don't know if I deserve this or um, surely I should be doing something else um, mm. and so it's that once you go no actually this is really important this is important for 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 me to perform better at different times and so more mm. to be more productive and I do, that's one thing I really do notice by practicing. That cycle of honoring what you need you do end up performing or being more productive having more energy when you're kind of meant to or when it feels yeah when you need to
1: Mm -hmm. um yeah I agree with that it's like use the energy when it's there and don't try and push yourself when you don't have it and then nurture yourself in those moments where you need it because as we say, you can't have the if everything is a is a death and rebirth cycle, you've got to sustain yourself across that. You know, it doesn't happen if we just yeah. burn out all the time. So, you know, if and we've I, got I guess to put those practices in there to make it happen. That's
0: right. And if if you if you can't, um, and there'll be t- there there's times in life where. You're not feeling like you want to be somewhere, but you have to be there for whatever reason. And I think it's just awareness. Go, okay, I know I don't want to go because I'm feeling really inward. I just want to go to bed or I just want to be on my own. Um, and and just just sort of uh, just be aware that, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go, but I'm aware of this. Maybe once it's over, I can take some
1: time and you know, just just honoring that. Mm. Beautiful wisdom. So you've also got a notebook coming out, haven't you? Do you want to just give us a I little a sneaky peek on that? Yeah, a journal, sure. yeah.
0: The journal. The journal is really, um, I guess you know, it's a tool for holding you, for for grounding you, for a place just just to write to your heart's content of how you might be feeling, or just write really. So mm. it's it's um it's very much a complement to the diary. But it's different, <laughs> so it it'll be there'll be uh, it won't be dated. So you you put in your own dates, um, and it, there, it, there won't be. It, it's really about. Um, it, it will be. It's focused more on on the lunar cycle. So there's there's not uh, menstrual wisdom in there. It's so so it's a yeah. It's very much a lunar di- a lunar journal.
1: <laughs> mm. Gorgeous. And so. The big question: Where can everyone get one from?
0: Well, you can you can get them from my website, <clears throat> to the Uh If you see me around the school, just come and say <laughs> hello. I want a diary. Yeah, um, I, I have them in a, a couple of shops around, um, but mostly uh, through my website. Mm. And do you ship overseas? Yes. So the diary is for the southern and northern hemisphere, um, which is really exciting. And I do ship overseas and, and um, yes, it's I, I have lots of customers all over the world, which is really special. You know? That's and, amazing, um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I really, like, can vouch for that because I love that it's, it's, you know, a calendar that works for, like, it just feels really inclusive in that way, that it's you know, it doesn't matter where you are or how old you are or like what your kind of lifestyle is. It's a beautiful way of holding us to just grow that awareness, to put that um, understanding into practice and embody it, and to hold us with the cycles that resonate for us. So I just think that um, I love how it works for people. It's not a different diary based on hemisphere. It's it's one but it, it beautifully makes space for everybody. So yeah, I highly recommend if you would like a copy, then you can grab them uh, from Nadia's website. That's tuned to the moon.com.au and I'll pop the links into the show notes. Um, and so if people um, order, they'll get it, I guess they'll get it at, around the start of the new year sort of time if, you know, when this comes out. Um, so that would just hold you beautifully into that start of that new year.
0: Yeah, I think um, if you are in Australia, I I usually send the same day if you mm-hmm. order, uh, and overseas I ship the same day, but it would take it can take up to two weeks. So just keep that in mind. Um, the diary does begin on a new moon, which is really <laughs> exciting. Um, on the thirteenth of December, actually, it,
1: it starts. Mm-hmm. So, so the new moon before the the solstice. Yeah. Beautiful. And so, if you were to leave one piece of wisdom with listeners to ponder on for this ending of the year, this, um, you know, to connect in with the cycles in themselves, is there anything that comes through that you'd like to just leave as a parting gift?
0: Be gentle on yourself. So, if this is new, step lightly, be gentle. Give it time and know that living by the cycles is power. It's power. And I think that's a really, I think it's very beautiful to have Mm. that. Um, So, yeah, I wish everyone
1: happy cycling. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you so much for your wisdom, your creativity, your story um yeah just really sharing your magic with us and uh yeah i invite everyone to tune to the moon for the next year ahead thank, thank you Shania. it's
0: been really special having this time with you
1: thank you me too thanks so much for listening to wildflow i love having you here If you're loving this podcast, why not leave a rating and review and share your favorite episodes with those who you think would love to listen. And if you share on Instagram, tag me at charlotte.ponto.coach. To take the next step in your own journey of learning how to live, love and lead and flow with your cyclical nature, and for deeper guidance and support in your cycle embodiment journey, You can discover my freebies and join my Wild Flow Coven, my new Cycle Wisdom membership, or even discover my group programs, private cycle coaching and courses, all on my website at charlottepronto.com. Until next time, go well with the flow of your body's cyclic nature.